Hello and welcome to Morning Prayer at St. Paul's Lutheran Church in Edison, New Jersey. Today is Thursday and this is now the second week after Pentecost. This week, once again, we are focusing on the Gospel reading for this coming week and our theme for this week is Jesus' disciples look forward as they follow Jesus. We begin our time of prayer in silence. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. O Lord, open my lips, and my mouth will proclaim your praise. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Give glory to God, our light and our life. O come, let us worship and praise. Come, let us sing to the Lord. Let us shout for joy to the rock of our salvation. Let us come before God's presence with thanksgiving and raise a loud shout to the Lord with psalms. For you, Lord, are a great God and a great ruler above all gods. Come, let us sing to the Lord. Let us shout for joy to the rock of our salvation. In your hand are the caverns of the earth. The heights of the hills are also yours. The sea is yours, for you made it, and your hands have molded the dry land. Come, let us sing to the Lord. Let us shout for joy to the rock of our salvation. Come, let us worship and bow down. Let us kneel before the Lord, our Maker. For the Lord is our God, and we are the people of God's pasture and the sheep of God's hand. Come, let us sing to the Lord. Let us shout for joy to the rock of our salvation. Long ago, God spoke to our ancestors in many and various ways by the prophets. But in these last days, God has spoken to us by a son. A reading from Luke chapter 9 beginning this morning at verse 59. To another he said, follow me. But he said to Jesus, Lord, first let me go bury my father. Jesus said to him, let the dead bury their own dead. But as for you, go and proclaim the kingdom of God. Jesus calls this man to join him and his disciples on this march to Jerusalem. The man says, yes, but first he needs to bury his father. And what Jesus says next seems harsh, really even cruel, or at the very least simply insensitive to this man's situation. This is not what you say to a person in mourning, not ordinarily. Does Jesus not care about his grief? Does Jesus not care about this man's pain? Could Jesus really be that dismissive? Again, not ordinarily. So what is it that makes this situation so special that this man must follow Jesus at this very moment? And maybe even more importantly, what makes this situation so special that the Holy Spirit wants us to consider this account of today? What Jesus is asking this man is to leave, but what Jesus is asking this man to leave is is actually the rituals of burial, religious or otherwise, things associated with the tending to the dead. Burial, the rending of garments, the period of mourning, and so on. He's asking him to leave those rituals unfinished so that he can instead follow Jesus on the road to Jerusalem to learn to proclaim the kingdom of God, which, by the way, has actually arrived in all of its fullness right in front of him in Jesus Christ, the one who is calling him to leave his past behind. 
So which is more important? Which task is more pressing? In a way, when we think of Jesus' own burial, we think also of an unfinished burial ritual, the body that was never fully embalmed, the tomb that is borrowed. All of this speaks to Jesus, reminding or leading this person into the resurrection. So again, which is more important? The the rituals of death or the kingdom of God? Well, the kingdom of God, of course. And here is the surprise that God has in store for this man. By following Jesus, he is participating in the faith and the hope, that promise that reunites him with his dead father, that is in the kingdom of God and the resurrection to eternal life. The the leaving of the rituals of death behind to take hold of and to grab onto in faith and hope, the hope of eternal life. So to follow Jesus is to now for this man to move forward actually in his grief into the very thing that Jesus, that God is doing as an answer to the pain that he is experiencing. The old rituals and customs will not heal the pain of death or the death of his father, but Jesus' death and resurrection are precisely the answer to the problem that he and all of us most urgently face. Maybe that's worth holding before ourselves this morning. As followers of Jesus, we turn to face forward as we follow Jesus into the future, toward the resurrection, into the fullness of the kingdom of God, and we proclaim that it has come now in Christ. And we do it by not looking back, but remembering the past as we move forward into God's new life and new future. In the tender compassion of our God, the dawn from on high shall break upon us. Blessed are you, Lord, the God of Israel. You have come to your people and set them free. You have raised up for us a mighty Savior, born of the house of your servant David. In the tender compassion of our God, the dawn from on high shall break upon us. Through your holy prophets, you promised of old to save us from our enemies, from the hands of all who hate us, to show mercy to our forebears and to remember your holy covenant. This was the oath you swore to our father Abraham, to set us free from the hands of our enemies, free to worship you without fear, holy and righteous before you all the days of our life. In the tender compassion of our God, the dawn from on high shall break upon us. And you, child, shall be called the prophet of the Most High. For you will go before the Lord to prepare the way, to give God's people knowledge of salvation by the forgiveness of their sins. In the tender compassion of our God, the dawn from on high shall break upon us, to shine on those who dwell in darkness and the shadow of death, and to guide our feet into the way of peace. In the tender compassion of our God, the dawn from on high shall break upon us. The Lord be with you. Let us pray. Mighty God of mercy, we thank you for the resurrection dawn, bringing the glory of our risen Lord who makes every day new. Especially we thank you for the sustaining goodness of your creation, for the new creation in Christ, and all gifts of healing and forgiveness, for the communion of faith in your church, for the gift of relationship with others. For what else are we thankful today? Merciful God of might, renew this weary world and heal the hurts of all of your children. Bring about your peace for all, in Christ Jesus the living Lord. 
Especially we pray for the Church of Jesus Christ in every land, for the people, the leaders, the ministries of St. Paul's Lutheran Church, for those who govern the nations of the world, for people in countries ravaged by strife or warfare, for all who work for peace and international harmony, for all who strive to save the earth from carelessness and destruction. For what else do we ask the Lord? We give thanks to you, Heavenly Father, through Jesus Christ, your dear Son, that you have protected us through this night from all harm and danger. We ask that you would also protect us today from sin and all evil, so that our life and the, our actions may please you. Into your hands we commend ourselves, our bodies, our souls, and all that is ours. Let your holy angels be with us, so that the wicked foe may have no power over us. Amen. Lord, remember us in your kingdom, and teach us to pray. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory, forever and ever. Amen. Let us bless the Lord. Thanks be to God. Almighty God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, bless you now and forever. Amen. Go forth into the world to serve God with gladness. Be of good courage. Hold fast to that which is good. Render to no one evil for evil. Strengthen the faint-hearted. Support the weak. Help the afflicted. Honor all people. Love and serve God, rejoicing in the power of the Holy Spirit. Thanks be to God.